Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Pinas Filipinas podcast. Number one. Number one. 83-ranked podcast in the sports and recreation category in the iTunes store. Yeah, legit, John, because uh, for all the shit or, you know, for all the podcasts in the iTunes store available for download, we're which we are also in. Yeah. And your favorite podcast app on Android. We're also on Buzzsprout.com. Yeah. And, you know, for all of that, 183 is a big number. That's a big deal for us because... I think on the last episode, we were saying how low we must be ranked until, oh. well, somebody brought it up. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, friend of the podcast, Slick Master, let us know that we are actually number 183. And that's 19 spots below Cheap Heat. Now, nothing nothing against Cheap Heat. I love Cheap Heat. Oh, I, I love, love that every heat. week. You know, Rosenberg and Shoemaker have pretty good insights, but I'd like to think that after 14 months of us hustling, oh, oh. for us to be just ranked 19 spots below Cheap Heat is quite the achievement. You don't usually, uh, you know, we don't usually try to compare ourselves to the, to whatever competition we may have. Well, but, they're you know, technically not competition. No, 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 you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Know. You know, you compare yourself to another you, to another person or to another show medyo medyo may right by the way <laughs> we have not introduced ourselves yeah Stancy at your service Raf Cam is to my right Roll Moran right across me but you know that already yeah, we wouldn't yeah, be yeah. number 183 no. if you did not know that we, we if had, you don't know you should know it's for your own good we had to, yeah, we had to go into number 183 for a moment there because, you know, we were just happy. We're, yeah, we're really happy, happy that you are listening to us, that you have chosen us to be your wrestling podcast of choice. And that number is only going to get lower, which is better for us. Which, which is higher. higher rankings. Lower is higher. Yeah, actually. Lower is higher. That, that's a great way of yeah. looking at it. Hashtag lower is higher. Hey, we can hey, make that trend. We're going to campaign. Oh, hashtag lower is higher. And for that to happen, we need you to subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah. More than ever. Not just Buzzsprout. Not just Google Play. I think iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've, we've heard a lot of people talk to us and say, now, okay, we listen to your show on, on Buzzsprout on the website, and we don't know how to get it on our phones. This is how iTunes, baby. iTunes, subscribe, subscribe to, us. to iTunes. And if you're not on iOS, if you're not on iPhone, iPad, you're whatever. You're on Android. You're on Android. There's a nice little app. The app I use personally for my podcast is called Podcast Addict. And you can, you can access the iTunes store directory of podcasts from there. Therefore, if you subscribe to us on iTunes or through Rose app, the podcast. Oh, yeah, or whatever, uh, whatever podcast app you happen to find. All those numbers contribute to our ranking. Yeah, yeah. and not just that. Uh, the show will be downloaded directly to your device. You exactly. don't have to wait for us to post our show like, on Saturday know, morning. Uh, yeah, Saturday morning or but in this case, hours after. In this case, because this is the Independence Day episode. 
Yeah, most probably this will be, uh, when you're listening to this, we're celebrating Independence Day. So In the Philippines. Maligayang araw ng kalayaan. Yeah, it will be a very welcome vacation. Actually. Long weekend, motherfuckers. Yeah. So, uh, happy weekend and welcome to the long weekend. And as we celebrate this, we're, we're going to be ending it, actually, with Money in the Bank 2015. So mm-hmm. why don't we get into it and, uh, well... We, we actually have a very packed podcast uh, for this week. We don't just have your money in the bank predictions. We also have um, s- some of our friends from the neighboring stations, Jam Alas, Pochestrada, and DJ Faustino. They're going to be joining us. Uh, they're huge fans of Philippine Wrestling Revolution, and they're also going to be talking to us about their experience at Revolution X. Just to clarify, his name is DJ Faustino. He isn't DJ Faustino. Yeah, that's not his DJ name. Not yeah. not this jockey Faustino. <laughs> but we, you did know him as Tino on Play FM yeah. and on yeah. Magic when he back when he was a junior jock. We'll talk more about that in just a bit. But right now, I gotta say, Camus, it's nice that among the three of us here, at least one of us had a team that made it to the NBA Finals. Oh, baby, 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 uh, we, we skipped this. We skipped this last week. Yeah, so it hadn't started yet. You know, it hadn't started yet. But Roe over here is a Bulls boy. He is. Stan over here is a Rockets boy. Yeah. And my Golden State Warriors are now one and one against the Cavs. The only good thing about this, uh, you know, for us is at least our heart attacks have ended. You right. Know, mine two rounds ago. <laughs> yeah, mine mercifully ended after game three. Mine is ongoing perpetually because of these overtime finals games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For okay, hard two, ju- games, hard two games. Two games. Two games into the NBA Finals, two overtime games, decided, well, this last one, game two, decided by a mere two points. Layup. I would say that they will always look back at that missed Marie Spates breakaway dunk. That's the play that that got away. That's the play that got away. But at the same time, Steph had the ball at the end. He had had so many other options than a bad shot it just it's upsetting i mean in in the melo 947 studios there's a tv outside and they were replaying the, the game the two replay yeah. and I, I i couldn't watch last i couldn't watch the, the last minute of the ot just because it's like fuck this shit i'm done but i am so happy that they're playing finals basketball in oakland and it makes me proud you know oh, to see the dubs come this far so for all you fuckers who left us during the We Believe season, y'all soft. Hello, <laughs> welcome back. Y'all soft. Hey, you know, first time in 40 years, that's a huge thing. It's if anything, big, though, you know. if anything, though, for all the all the hate that people have thrown towards LeBron, myself included, I kind of feel sorry for him now that Kyrie's gone. I don't. Of course not. I don't. I kind of do. I, you, you know, you no, know I think... who I am happy for, though? Maddie Delvedova. Oh yeah, Delhi's getting a good run. A good run. He's Delhi's, getting paid. Delhi's getting paid on the off season. I'm sorry, but the thing is, basketball wise, it's a great series. It's a great series, even if Kyrie's not there, even if Kevin Love's not there. It's fine. Now it's only it's it's only going to end up being LeBron versus the world. It's only going to be a matter of time until everyone else breaks apart to Cleveland. So that that's kind of the Kawawa thing about it. And I, I, James I, I, Jones next. <laughs> oh, you do. James Jones has made five straight finals. Think about that. With with a cumulative usage rate of what? 
Yeah, he didn't play last year. <laughs> Poor guy. And, no, but he, he he played pretty well this last game. Yeah, I mean, not the fact bad, that... Not bad. The only game time he sees is during NBA 2K. Oh, you know, he, he gets to play now that everyone else in Cleveland's injured. <laughs> Ever, you, remember, you remember at the start of the season, we were calling it everybody down. Yeah. Hashtag everybody down. Gonna and it's in. still like that. That's the theme even of, this, in the finals. of the season. And Actually, even in the WWE, a lot of people are still down. Mm. And, I mean, we discussed it at length last week. Oh, but, this, but, but this NBA Finals is pretty much the NXT Championship. Yeah, it's I would agree. It's the championship game. It's, it's hard to call. And we were talking about this last week over Twitter, over Facebook, me and Stan. I w- I, we've already established that Warriors versus Cavaliers is... Uh, Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens. With Owens being the Cavs and Balor being the Warriors. But we also have to establish the fact that Stephen Curry might have to be the Daniel Bryan of this year, of, of, of the NBA this year. Yeah, because he, he had the narrative of being overlooked, being an underdog, oh. and now just being the hey, you, MVP. You also, you also have to include being significantly injured and oh. doubted for that. That's true, because before he signed that uh, four-year contract, he had those glass ankles, and people were doubting him. And now that contract ended up being the best bargain in the NBA. And you know who you have to thank for that? Under Armour. Under Armour gave him better support on his ankles and developed shoes specifically for him. Shit, Daniel Bryan needs Under Armour. Uh. Daniel Bryan needs Under Armour. Even if the NBA, uh, even if the WWE is slated to be sponsored by Tap Out... out. Ironically, Daniel Bryan needs Under Armour. Man. So, Under Armour, if you're listening to this podcast, please sponsor our boy, D. Bryan, when he comes back. And, you know, Curry has, Curry has, uh, also has these bandwagon fans. The same way Daniel Bryan also had bandwagon fans that propelled him to a championship run last year. He, can't, he cannot deny the existence of the Yes Movement bandwagon. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's see, true see, and acceptable. Now you make me question my Daniel Bryan. Fan. <laughs> oh, he's only puppy. No, but you have a no shirt. No, I mean I, I've been a fan since the U.S. title run. Oh, exactly. Okay, exactly. That's, 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 that's not bandwagon. That's like being a fan of the Warriors uh, since the We Believe run. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't hate on people who came on during the We Believe season, but where were they? When, in that season where they had 50 wins and still didn't make the playoffs. 48. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Thank, so, you for this, thank you for the, the fact. But, sorry, bro. But yeah, I know no, what you no, mean. It's kind of like saying that I'm such a huge Daniel Bryan fan. So when I say Daniel Bryan, go right back. He's the intercontinental champion. He's the man. I, I, I don't who, know. Who says that? Who says that I don't know. I'm, I'm just you know, creating a hypothetical situation. So yeah, you know, if you came on as a fan and you weren't complaining about the playoff system right then and there when the East had what? The eighth seed in the East won like what? 30 games. Yeah, less than 500. Yeah, less than 500. 500. Right. And I was just like, fuck. That made, that season made me doubt the playoff ranking system. And then, I mean, I've been calling for it ever since because my dubs got cheated out of an eighth spot. I mean, it was an eighth spot after all, but still, guys. All right, fact check. The Sixers won 40 games that year. The Hawks, who finished eighth, won 37 games that year. See, like I said, it was that bad a year for the NBA. 
Anyway, um, we've got a packed show, got a uh, packed podcast. Uh, we're doing predictions for Money in the Bank right before we, you know, talk to our friends Jam, Poch, and Tino. Uh, really quickly, though, NBA Finals predictions. Ikaw, surely you're, you're rooting for the Warriors. Dubs so how in many? six. Dubs in six. All right. I don't know. Dubs in six, you shit. Don't, don't. No, I'm not going to say Cavs, but I, I don't think it's in six. I think it might be seven? in seven. Yeah, I, I think that this goes seven. I actually don't care who wins. Yo, yo, I mean, like, uh, LeBron got lucky in game two. Yeah. Let's be honest. No, he did not. He dominated game two. No, no, no. But at the end, at the end of the day. No, at the end of the day, yeah, he got yeah, lucky. Exactly. Right. So he, he got lucky. That Those strokes of luck might take those it to strokes. game seven. Yeah, fucker. Yes. I, I would have to agree, actually. I, I, I've i come to the point where I don't care who wins, but I predict that this will go seven games. I don't want it to go seven games. So of course I you can't don't. take this shit. <laughs> of course you don't. Stop smoking now, say fuck me. Money in the Bank now. It's happening in just a few days, and we have seven matches on the card. One of them is on the pre-show. And I have no idea how King Barrett can flounder it into the pre-show, out of the pre-show, and then back to the pre-show during, uh, you know, like several pay-per-views in a row. So who's he up against? Barrett. He's facing our truth. Oh, fuck. Oh, in yeah. the pre-show. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't, I, I don't understand what they're doing no, no, no. with him. No, no, no. Do you remember, like, uh, for, like, after Survivor Series, you got, like, months of Survivor Series Fallout, Storylines. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was happening bad. now. We're getting months of King of the Ring Fallout Storylines. But my question is, We've been... Oh, God. Now it makes me realize. If King of the Ring technically was a special event, pay-per-view type, just just for example, and it happened two weeks after... What is that pay-per-view? Uh, Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. So Extreme Rules, technically King of the Ring, and then... Payback. Payback, and then... Chamber. Chamber. That's four pay-per-views in two months. Technically. Yes. Basically. How the fuck are they keeping up with the schedule? Well, no, it was because again they inserted elimination chamber between payback and money in the bank. Yeah, and if you count the schedule that they were that they were doing with King of the Ring, holy shit, that's overwork. My thing's I still think King Barrett wins this though. He, oh yeah, he for sure. He better win. He has to. My I boy mean, better wins this. It's, it's been it's been rough for him he, ever he, since he's ever had since a rough he won. Run. Mm. Um, he Nikki, needs to be pushed to the moon. Well, I th- I don't think he has the momentum to be pushed to the moon, but I just think he needs a win. I mean, I, I, oh, no, no, he needs, he needs a big win. win. He needs a convincing win, not even squash win. Yeah. He just needs a really good win this time. Nikki Bella versus Paige, Divas Championship match um, from last week's Raw. But we were bitching about Twin Magic, and this week on Raw, Nikki basically um, re- uh, basically told Paige how Paige was naive and shit. How Paige can't go and tell the world on SmackDown, uh, if there's something wrong with your world, go ahead and change it because that reeks of naivete. So ah, that's, wow. that's a storyline that they're working with. And I still don't think that Paige is winning it. Congratulations storyline, number one. And number two, if reports are true that Nikki is being poised to break AJ's record uh, for, the, for the longest oh, wait, so reign. It's true. Ti- uh, I was well, just joking about it last week. It looks like, though. I mean, the way that they're booking her. And yeah, they've the been announcing that, it so much. Yeah, the way that they've been. Yeah, that's what I said. Up. But is it major report, Patalaga? Uh, well, the, the rumors are still going around. So if, if those are to be believed, I wouldn't see a reason to root against Nikki Bella retaining the title. Uh, I think she retains, but this goes on to about SummerSlam until it's like clear in the water that she is the longest reigning. 
You know what I want? I, I want Brie to turn on Nikki. Oh, no, yeah. Wow. For the how many time? No, I mean, uh, Brie never really got her, her revenge or come up on Stabat. Since the... Since the Nikki heel turn at SummerSlam. Since the personal assistant run? Not just that. You know, when Nikki turned on Brie and joined the authority. Remember that time? And then there were just a few oh, weeks yeah, ago before yeah. the Bellas turned heel again, um, the authority was basically screwing with Brie. Screwing. I don't really, I don't really care about the Divas anymore at this point. But um, okay, we gave Divas a chance, but it's also time for the WWE to give the Divas a chance by not saddling them with these really pathetic characterizations. And then you know, in maybe like SummerSlam, they call up the four horsewomen of NXT, and hey, Asa, Asaka bro, I don't, I don't want them to be demoted to the main roster. Look at what Kevin Owens is doing on the main roster. Still, he's an Kevin exception. Owens. He's, no, he's not. First of all, he's not a woman, and because he's facing John Cena again, which is happening uh, at Money in the Bank as a rematch. Cena versus Owens. I was actually saving this for one of the last matches. Like I dare say that this is main event worthy. Yes, or co-main event worthy. I think Cena needs to win this. I think so Cena predicting- needs to lose. Again, oh, yeah. Cena needs to lose. Cena needs to lose, man. I'm, I'm sorry. The there, way there's that a pattern. Evans... There's a pattern. Cena loses once with Cheetah with Rusev, then he wins to get it back, and then he keeps winning from there. Because WWE thinks Cena can't lose. Is it possible though for Cena to win, and then for the third grudge match for Owens to be, to come out of that man as the victor? Yes, it can happen, but it it won't happen. I really okay. The, hear me out here. Um, the way that I see it is that the way Owens has been breaking the fourth wall and mentioning a lot of IWC things like Super Cena in his promos, like his his pagiging role model and calling him out on it. Yeah, it feels like they're gonna give him a real good push. You know, no, you know, but, Sana. And that's the, thing. that's the thing. That's what, that's what we thought about Rusev also. But here in this case, I just think that Kevin Owens is the right guy. The right guy to do it. Now here's the thing. Uh, Cena should definitely push for that to happen. But it's still all up to Vince. So we don't know. But at least we're all in agreement that a Cena loss doesn't hurt Cena at all. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I, I think if... And I think Cena knows that either, uh, you know, as well. Also, the thing is, if Cena loses, what, the next 10 matches he has, he's still fine. He's still going to sell merch. I think um, I think that being said, Cena still wins, just given the traditional pattern in WWE. Now, I'm hoping that they break away. Now, after the Cena win, Owens eventually goes over. But I think for this one, Cena has to win. I don't see it becoming a trilogy. Because yeah, okay, fine. If, if it does become a trilogy... Owens has to go over in the third match. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I want to happen. But, and that's why I'm calling for Cena to win. But you know what I want to see? I want to see champion versus champion with both titles on the line. If they go to the third match. I, I think that would be a, uh, a good way to, to, you know, to punctuate it. But sayang pang SummerSlam sana. The next pay-per-view is Battleground in July. Yeah. And then SummerSlam. And then SummerSlam you know, in August. Barring any other surprise special events happening in between. What could they? Hell in a Cell? No, 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 that's, that's October by yeah. yeah. Oh, Sam, 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 I don't know, schedule. Fatal 4-Way, Breaking Point. Bragging Rights, The Return of Taboo Tuesday. Oh. Hey, I, I wouldn't mind I wouldn't Cyber, mind Sunday, Cyber Sunday, Sunday, though. 
Oh, yeah. Does he have the network and everything? Yeah, mm. that makes sense. That, uh, that's a very good point. All right, next match, Ryback versus Big Show for the Intercontinental Championship. Boring. I actually like it. I mean, uh, we, we've seen this shit before. but well, we, I We've think seen it too many times. Yeah, but I think this time with Ryback as the monster babyface and Big Show as the plodding heel, parang their styles won't necessarily clash, but they... They'll, they'll find that sweet spot between complimenting and clashing each other. And, and that's, there's a very small sweet spot for that. Yeah, there's a very small sweet spot for that. And I'm saying this because we're used to seeing Ryback as the big guy who dominates a smaller opponent. So for Ryback to be the smaller oppo- uh, the smaller competitor, it's kind of refreshing. And it will be interesting to see how he adapts. I don't know. If I don't, uh, there could have been a better opponent for Ryback for his first you know, championship run. What, Miz? No, Barrett. Barrett would have been better. Barrett would have made more sense. Mm. Since he was also in the chamber, the bar. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I thought oh, finally giving Big Show something to do again. Yeah. But I still, you know, I would much rather see Big Show battle Roman Reigns again. Sorry. <laughs> no, seriously, because those two have good chemistry. Um, for and this match, I'll have to call for Ryback. Oh, Shepard, Ryback. Ryback, Ryback. Ryback. No way, no way Big Show is going to take this one. Not him. even with shenanigans. Yeah. Tag team match for the WWE Tag Team Championship New Day versus the Primetime Players. Um, so, so New Day, they're, they're actually listing Big E and Xavier as the representatives oh, yeah, of the faction. Because Kofi's in the money in the, in the bank. bank. Right. And I think the New Day are still retaining this. Oh, yeah, me too. But ah, okay. New Day is their ah. hottest property right now. New Day is the hot property, but I do, you know, the mark in me wants PTP to win. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I want the PTP to win, too. But this soon, first title shot nila to. And this is their first title shot since 2012, when they didn't even get first, that title match. First one-on-one. No, uh, Two-on-two, I, I, I'd rather say. Well, if you remember, in 2012, they were supposed to go up against Kofi Kingston and R-Truth, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And then their title shot, sinulot yun Team Hell No. Oh, so yeah. they never got their match. Right. So this is the first time they're actually going to get their match as number one contenders. Uh, All right. of that being said, they're not going to win it. Of course I, not. Of course not. But I want to see a good outing because these two, Titus O'Neil and Darren Young are very underrated in my opinion in my opinion as as wrestlers as workers even they're not they're not horrible and they deserve a shot all right a fair shot um money in the back ladder match neville versus ziggler versus orton ah, versus kofi Sheamus, kane roman reigns roman reigns got these there's no obviously the dark horse is kofi like the favorite to win and then the even darker horse is neville yeah Here's a question, though. Has there ever been a Money in the Bank where ganito ka obvious yung winner? No. Kind of like how when we, ke- when, no. when we were going into Royal Rumble 2015, everyone was saying, ah, puta Roman Reigns ito, di ba? Yeah. So yes. it's kind of like the same thing right now, six months after the Royal Rumble. Um, again, the question is, has there ever been a Money in the Bank ladder match? I think we could match? say uh, the, the Money in the Bank where Randy Orton won it. 2013. Medyo obvious Randy Orton was going to get it. Mm-hmm. How about you, the one where John Cena won in 2012? There's a bit of a surprise. The I mean, John Cena won? Yeah. No, that they were going to give it to him. But during the match itself, like towards the end, when you saw the finish, it's like, oh, fuck, really? There was, there was that moment. But here, like, in this case, 
No one else really stands a chance. Mm-hmm. No one remotely comes close to being a credible money in the bank guy. But there's no such thing as a credible money in the bank guy. But that's the that's the objective of the money in the bank to make diba? you credible. It doesn't matter what you were. Actually, when it, when you think about it, you shouldn't be arguing about who gets to qualify for what, because at the end of the day, you're you're nothing until you win the the briefcase anyway. Look at Sandow. I think he's one of the better examples, or Jack Swagger, or Mr. Kennedy before him. Um, but yeah, I all ho- disappointments. I hope you may think that the surprise, uh, sobrang obvious na winner um, for you know for a previous Money in the Bank ladder match. I could be wrong though. I I could be wrong. And if uh, if you have any ideas about it, uh, let me know or let us I'm know to on think Twitter right now. Actually, yeah, there's. Yeah. I think the problem. Uh, I think the the good thing about before was everyone was. Equal yung uh, on average, maganda yung pagbook sa kanila in the mid card. But then this just feels. I, I think they haven't quite gotten the feel for how to book uh, a mid card scene for uh, for one world championship. Because mm, they're sila na na two world yeah. championships. And that one would take. Parang the remember the last spotlight. year? I think I think it was last year when Seth won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. What was it, ba? That was they were unifying the titles. No, they were unified then. Was it unified now? Nah? Unified yes. now. Nah. It was the gold briefcase. First time oh, that yeah, they yeah, used yeah. it. Yeah. And who was in that match? Uh, Rollins was in that match. Ambrose was Ambrose in that match. Kane was in that match. It was either Rollins or Ambrose. Yeah, yeah. at the time we predicted this. Yeah. Yeah. It was either Rollins or Ambrose. Was I on board already? No, 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 no not yet. Okay. Ziggler was in that match. So was Kofi, RVD, and it could have been Ziggler then. You know, Ziggler was obvious in 2012, deba. Right? In Not a way, yeah. In a way, yeah. No, for a world heavyweight for championship, world heavyweight, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for the world heavyweight championship, he was in that Money in the Bank. So I would argue that I think that year was another example where pretty much everybody knew that it was going to be Dolph Ziggler's year. But other than that, yeah, um, I, I I can't find any 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 other time that metal obvious. So let's wrap up the predictions by talking about the ladder match for the championship: Rollins versus Ambrose. Uh, Rollins. I want Dean. No, I want Dean. I know you want Dean, but Brock is coming back for SummerSlam, and they need to have uh, Rollins still champion. Well, that's gonna do it then. For uh, I think though, wait, wait, before I know, before you wrap it up, I think no, Brock isn't coming back for SummerSlam. I think he's coming back for Battleground, and they're getting him out of the way for SummerSlam because when Roman wins. They're probably gonna do either Seth versus Roman for SummerSlam or the Shield Triple Threat now on Summer for SummerSlam. Really? It, it's it entirely feels possible. That way. It, feels, it feels that okay. way. It's within the realm of possibility. No, it's only because Brock is coming back now. Wait, I mean, like a month too early. A month too early. Is it possible that Roman wins Money in the Bank and cashes in that night? That feels awkward. Kane it did does that. feel awkward. No, it, it feels awkward. It does feel awkward, but if he, if if you know if he if they were planning a heel turn for him, good. What better way than to have Dean win and then have Roman cash in on Dean? And uh, lately, if I don't know if you've noticed this, but they've been kind of making you know they kind of been agitating Seth a bit to sound a bit like a face. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Actually, I saw it a bit on SmackDown Deba. this week. No. If, uh, well, if you if you caught Raw this week, you'd actually notice that they took one step further when they basically had Mercury, Noble, and Kane go up against Seth. 
Because of what Seth said last week. Yes. Mm-hmm. authority. Yeah. So you got, you know, two combustible elements and, you know, one Roman Reigns possibly waiting to turn heel. It's possible. One last question before we let this go. How, how, um, how insane would the reactions be on Twitter if Roman Reigns didn't win Money in the Bank? Uh, Depending on who wins it. Yeah, but if okay, if, okay, if, okay, okay, let's, let's, put it, let's put it in no, the... No, let's run it down, let's run it down. Shameless. Shameless, no. everyone would be, you know, everyone pissed. would be like, a, no, if it were Shameless or Orton, everyone would be pissed. Yes. If it were Ziggler, puede. Puede. People would love it. Neville, people would love it. People would Neville love it even. would... N- people Neville wouldn't outside. love it that much. People would question it. Because Neville's a bit outside of the realm of possibility. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nev- people would question it, but I don't see, like, you know, strong reactions against it. I don't see nothing wrong Uh-oh. at the same time. Uh-oh. What about your two wild cards in Kofi or Kane? Kofi Kane, oh, yeah. If Kane. Randy, Sheamus, and Kane win it, big, big, huge groans all across the board. If... Kofi were to win it, I think people would get behind it. I'd get behind that. Yeah, I'd get behind it. So what I think is bizarre. And, and you freebird rule nila, di ba? Sabi ni Xavier last week on Raw, if Kofi wins Money in the Bank, we all become Mr. Money in the Bank. So, yeah. And, I mean, we discussed about the absurdity of this freebird rule that they're playing with. If everyone becomes Mr. Money in the Bank and anyone can cash in at any time, instant conflict. Instant exactly. breakup. What if, you know, you know, Oh, but what if I we all decide to cash in on the same time? <laughs> and no, they can all share the championship. Oh yeah, they can all share the championship. Three bird rules. See, so it's not a conflict, but it will it will be a, a fun wrinkle. It's a fun wrinkle, but it's a wrinkle I don't want to see because it's so okay. the only you know the only acceptable winners for this is Roman, Dolph, Neville. and Kofi, and maybe Neville. And Neville. Maybe Neville. Man, I hate that we're saying that Roman is an acceptable winner. But that's me, because I hate Roman Reigns. And, you know, I, I can hate whoever I want to hate. I can hate whoever I want to hate. That's true. I justify my hatred, <laughs> and I try not to go blindly about yes? it. Let me just put that on the record. And with that, we end our Money in the so Bank predictions. <laughs> we end our Money in the Bank predictions. Uh, stay with us, because in just a bit, we're going to be having Jam, Poch, and Tino. They're joining us on this week's episode of the SGP Podcast. Happy Independence Day, Filipinas. <laughs> Like we said at the top of the episode, we've got a very special conversation, uh, a chat. We actually have a very big group inside the Mellow 94.7 studios right now. So let's just get right to it and introduce our guests. I'd like to think that they just came over from the other side of the pond or just the other side of the... We're, we're not in America. Fine, the other side of the ninth floor hallway. Welcome to the SGP podcast. We've got... Uh, DJ Faustino, Poch Estrada, and Jam Alas. Welcome to the show. Hey. Hey. Thanks for having us. Wait, wait, wait. Isolated voices. Hello, my name is Poch. Hey, I'm DJ. People like to call me Fruit Preserve. (laughs) Wait, wait. You have to... to... Dude, radio, come on. It's a couple You're on radio. Hi. There. Hi. That's Jam. Nice to meet you. All right. Jam is a girl. We're just making that clear. <laughs> and she's very much into Chris Panzer. Let's get right hey! to it. Hey! Yeah! 
Hey, wow. There it is. Wow. There it is. She's wow. actually Chris Panzer's number one fan, so let's get right <laughs> to it. On radio, on radio. I mean, no, totoo, because like, yeah, let's set the record straight. One day right after Revolution X, the first person to ever mention Chris Panzer on FM radio was Jam on Magic 89.9. It's because I don't really have much of a life outside radio anyway. Uh huh. So tell us about, you know, uh, tell us about how your fandom of Chris Panzer began at Revolution X. Yo, yo, y'all need to like step up. Why? Okay. Um, actually, what happened was Chino was posting about the one before that, the for, uh, the PWR um, event that happened before Vendetta. that last one. Vendetta. That would be Vendetta. Okay. Um, and I got really, really angry at him because how dare he go somewhere and have fun without me. Chino is a friend of mine. Okay. Um, and then he decided that he's not allowed to have fun without me. Okay. So he told him. Yeah, so he I was actually not prepared. He reminded me that um, the last one... Well, what was Vendetta. it called? The, the one that just <laughs> happened. Vendetta. Oh, Revolution X. Revolution with an X. Revolution. Uh, Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, you guys found that funny. Bagina. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, he reminded me that, that morning, and I was already on my way to work, and I was in a sweater, and I did not think it through. Right after work, he came by to pick me up. We went to... What's work called? Saturday Slam with Jam? Wow. Wow. Shilling. Shilling. You bring the slam, I bring the jam part. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> shots fired. No, it's not shots fired, dude. It's actually yeah, a show of respect. Yeah, that was actually a compliment. But get oh, to the program. <laughs> show my dog, but on the detail. I didn't know we were interviewing you about oh, Chris Panzer. Right. Chris Panzer. So your fandom with Chris Panzer. Oh, okay. So we went there and then. Um, you watched the I show. I was in a huge sweater. It was yes. really warm. The first fight I ever saw was Chris Panzer versus Ken Warren, the OG of IG. Um, <laughs> I love that you actually know his monikers. Yo, I know so much. <laughs> I know so much. She's done her research. No. <laughs> See, that's a good. And that's a good radio DJ. With me. I'm scared. No, because one of my <laughs> friends. No, one of my one of my really close friends mm. from college is a friend of yours. Oh Serge. dear. Gabrielle. Yes. Oh, dear, honey. So, Serge, if you're listening to this podcast, I met your friend. Yeah. I love, I love the Pokemon references on your show, though. Oh, this is really awkward. <laughs> okay, but let's, get, let's, let's, make, it make, even, it let's like, make it even more awkward, Chris Panzer. Okay, sorry. Go. This is a really long story. So, his, his fight was the very first one I saw, and I thought it was freaking amazing. I thought it was freaking amazing. What about amazing. it? What about it was amazing? We're not... <laughs> was, was it, no, was it his... What was it? Was his it moves? Surfboard? Was it the surfboard? All of it. All of it. I don't know what a surfboard is. Surfboard is. stretch. Surfboard what stretch. It? It's the one where it's the entrance. No, you commented on the photo. Oh yeah, That's the that one. Stretch. No, that was fantastic. Do you want to be in the surfboard? People stretch? like. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no, but I put him in a headlock after okay. the show. Oh, hey. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, so we did. This, we watched the fight. We watched a couple of fights, and then my friend was so into the fight that when, when one of them ended, she looked at me and she was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because she noticed I was sweating and I was like, my hair was not as nice at it, as it is right now. Yeah, because I was wearing a sweater. That, that's, the, that's what sweaters this is, do. This is part of the story. I oh, was okay. not prepared. I did not know it was going to be you, a sauna filled with like 50,000 screaming men. I thought it was about 500. It was about 500. That's like that. Okay. <laughs> Singapore, continue. Oh, and then, so, so she looked at me and she was like, Jesus Christ. 
what happened to you? And I said, it's just really warm. And she said, perhaps you should buy a shirt. I said, no, I'm okay. She's like, you should go buy a shirt. No, I don't have money. She's like, go buy a shirt. And she thrusts money at me. So I go buy a shirt. I go outside. Oh, I go downstairs. I go to the guy. I buy. Oh, wait. So you're on the second floor. Yes. I, I buy a Chris Panzer t-shirt. Okay. Because I am a huge dork. I go outside. I talk to the lady, borrow some scissors, go into the bathroom, cut the shirt open, and I put it on, and I go outside, and as I'm returning the scissors, he's there. Who's there? Oh, Chris Panzer is there. Puppy. And like, there's absolutely nobody else around, and it was dark, and it was just whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. She works fast, though. Guys, <laughs> you're ish. great, work great. No, 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 no. So what happened was, what happened was, um... Imagine the crazy wrinkle, and automatically the first thing I try to do is cover my shirt, which has his logo on it. Perhaps. I think he will know that yeah. it was his yeah. shirt. Regardless of whether. So it was like, you can't it's see really it on the red. podcast, but I went. <laughs> I guess. So right. she covered her face yeah. with her. Face. Yeah, awkwardly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, since like there weren't any other people and you, your eyes go automatically toward movement, he saw me. Yeah. And I went, this is awkward. <laughs> That's not me, yeah. And he goes, no, no, no. Not awkward at oh, so all. So a conversation. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and he was all like sweaty and stuff. And, and I said, I was like, oh, um. So you were sweaty. He was sweaty. Oh, and it was It dark. was dark. It was dark. You're alone. Doesn't sound sexy ripped. to me. Doesn't, doesn't sound sexy to me. <laughs> I, I don't no. know why it doesn't. It's like. You guys are like, please, the range. We should have a different conversation about this later. Oh, but, but anyway, um, so, like, I, I'm watching myself later yeah. on and thinking, who the hell is this person who's talking to Chris because it doesn't sound like me? And I go super demure, and I'm like, oh, it was my first fight. <laughs> it was your first time. My first fight, guys. My first fight. First time to a fight. Yes, first time okay. to a fight. And then, para claro, para claro. And then and then and then he goes, oh oh, how was it? And I said, oh, I really liked you for a show. <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> zero points. Nothing makes me happier than seeing people on radio lose their shit and oh, get nervous. So much yeah, was yeah, love. I know he's a total dork. I know, so it was much a total was dork. Especially when she saw Panzer. I remember like after the show, uh, she, we were, everyone was going around taking pictures, right? Yeah. yeah. And of course, she sees Panzer. No. And she starts freaking out to me. She's like, No. Do you know? Do you know? Sorry, she knows my name on radio. Yeah. Uh, do you know? Do you know? Look, it's Panzer. It's Panzer. And then she gets a picture with him, and she's just like on the verge of crying. I am on not. The verge of I am not. I am not. I wasn't even gonna take. No, I can actually corroborate this because I was the one who introduced Jam to Chris Panzer right, himself. There you That's go. Right. You're a mean yeah. person. <laughs> and then if, if if we ever find out Jam is you know found dead next week. In her house or wherever, uh-huh. we I think we'll all know why. The one girl near Mama the Panzer with, with a with a head. See, Mama, Panzer. Mama Panzer's <laughs> gonna kill you. Panzer tank. Yeah, Mama Panzer's actually very very opinionated. Mama, Mama, Panzer, oh, almost, Mama Panzer almost killed Scarlet. Yeah, she For did. Real? Yeah, really? at, at Vendetta. Oh For real. So, so uh, that happened. And so coming out of uh, Revolution X, what are your thoughts on, on PWR and like the characters that you actually got to see firsthand? I was really, really, really pissed off because I didn't know about it earlier. Talaga. That is what I am angry about. <laughs> and I wish I had uh, found out about it earlier and had brought like 50 more friends because everybody I, I, I posted it on Instagram yuck 
Nobody talks about that in real life. Like, I posted that on no, Instagram. No, you'd be surprised how many people talk about dressing in real life. No, yeah. I'm talking about like posting on Instagram. Oh. Yeah, which is sad. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> True. But yes, so I posted it on Instagram, and then immediately like three different people are react to it the same way I reacted to Chino in the first place, which was really angry, and how come I didn't bring them? Mm-hmm. Immediately. And it just makes me... It, I was so... Frustrated because I could have brought them there, yeah. and I have to wait a whole two months for like the next one. Maybe shorter. We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know yet. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, so, okay, okay. Um, a couple questions before you know before we spare Jam of all of the uh, you know embarrassing her. And <laughs> I'm all that pretty shit. sure it's all out there now. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> bef- before we humiliate you any further, um, oh, shit, I forgot what I was, what I was going <laughs> to ask. So Bef- still edit I have that effect on people. Right. Yeah. Before we humiliate you any further, um, did you ever even watch wrestling like before actually going to PWR? Well, yeah, but I wasn't a person yet. I was like a child. Uh huh. And like, how young? A- how, how young ago? Or, or how young were you at the time? Uh, young creature. Around I don't know. I was early grade school or something, and. Uh, I have a lot of brothers, yeah. like 50,000, well, three. And <laughs> and a lot of the stuff I'm into now, I think, is secondhand. Like, I'm super into DC, Marvel. Well, Dark Horse is all, like, that's me. But Do you also, yes. Nice. No, we're not going to have this conversation yeah. right now. <laughs> wrestling, 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 wrestling. Um, and and my, my brothers were the types who grew up with, like, all the little action figures not dolls of all the uh, Brock Lesnar I don't even remember how to like basta WWE and I was in early grade school and that's about all I know hey the fact that you know Brock Lesnar it, it says a lot but uh, you know progressing has permeated your consciousness kahit papano I thought Stacy was the bomb hey. Stacy wow. Keebler mm-hmm. really yeah. was the bomb yeah, she, you know, she had bomb. No, she had legs bomb. for days. Oh, days. <laughs> that, was, that was that was the that was the, that was the, line, the line about Stacy Keebler. Right. Oh. <laughs> um, this is an obvious question, but I'm, I'm going to ask it anyway for the sake of the boys because they were very appreciative when they heard you give them a shout out on your show uh, the Sunday right after Revolution X. Are we going to see you at the next PWR live event? I'm probably going to be hiding my face out of embarrassment. We can loan you a mask. What? <laughs> no, but I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. You <laughs> might. <laughs> Scarlett is gonna rip me apart, yo. No, Scarlett's not gonna not gonna rip you apart. They're nice. They're 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 nice people. I make sure to sign their paychecks so that they, the can, they can sign. Mama Panzer though might rip you apart. Oh no no no! It's a family. <laughs> I believe in the power of pandemonium. Joke, parang oh. fan talaga, no? Hey, why not? Why not? You've been watching his videos, haven't you? No, I haven't. Don't be creepy. <laughs> no, I haven't. Because no, he does have videos where he talks about pandemonium. Oh, can you link me? <laughs> <laughs> Jam Alice, everybody, one of Chris Panzer's biggest fans over in FM Radio. She, uh, you can catch her on the weekends on Magic eighty nine point nine. She does Saturday Slam with Jam. She also does. What's that show before CJ's? Super Hit Sunday. Super Hit Sunday. Thank you. It's on Fridays. No, Friday band is getting No, that music is like older than my mom. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm bad at math. I know some shit from Friday Madness. It's fun though. It is fun. Yeah, it's fun. Every single song is a soundtrack. All right. <laughs> um, 
Okay, uh, we also have with us inside the booth uh, two friends of the podcast now. Uh, hey, hey. We've gotten to hang out with them for quite a while. One of them I've known since basically the moment I entered radio. <laughs> 2009. 2009, basically. So it's been a good six years. And, you know, we haven't really worked together. Now no, that never. I think about it, Dibao. No. Never worked together. So it was just mighty interesting to see you seeing me at work <laughs> over at, at Revolution PWR. X. Right. Right. The first time I saw you at PWR, I didn't even know you were the GM. So that really, like, surprised me. Uh, when I got in, you were on, in the ring with the suit, with the belt in hand. I thought you were the champion, man. <laughs> oh, 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 Thank oh. you, my and friend. And so I sent you a text. I was just like, nice! <laughs> and then it turned out you were the GM. It was you, like, you know, oh, the so tough you're part, in charge. What? The tough part about you sending me that text was, when I was in the I had to keep character, right? I see a text, and I had to, like, stop myself from saying, <laughs> I just had to go, well, I got a text message. It looks official, so I must reply in an official capacity. <laughs> So he replies, Putangina and Dito. So so um you know he he comes in, he brings Poch along and yes. Jam and all all of, all of these guys. And um from what I know it's Poch who actually has been to you know a, a PW, PWR show prior to RevOX. Yes, I was actually there in Vendetta when you guys like tore the roof off the place. Yes. I actually nobody egged me to go. I just wanted to go and I was just like t- telling everyone, yo, you gotta see this. This Canto Terror guy, I don't know, he's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> I went, and I was in the middle of the match with uh, Imbayashi and uh, John Sebastian. Yeah. And then I was like, who are these guys? Like, who are these guys? And all of a sudden, some random person in the stra- in the crowd just goes, oh, this guy is Imbayashi. And I'm like, wow, these guys are pretty, you know, friendly. Wow. And then, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and then I just started losing it when, you know, everyone like, pulled like an RKO move. I don't know what yes. that's called, but then it was yes. just amazing. So I, I believe Imabayashi calls that the Sonic Crusher. The Sonic yes. Crusher. Mm-hmm. I will so, remember that Sonic Crush? Sonic Crusher. Crusher. Yeah, so that's his variation. So I know, mm-hmm. Nasitino, you heard about PWR from Poch, but how did you hear about PWR to begin with? Honestly, I just found it online. I, I was nice. actually talking to my brother about, yo, there should be a Pinoy version of this. And, like, we tried looking online about, like, you know, the indie scene here. Then we saw, like, PWR. But then we didn't know where to find it because you guys were wrestling, like, in, I don't know, it looked like Elorde and all that stuff. Oh, Cinema so Square. In, Cinema Square. Before Cinema Square, actually. Those day, when you guys, like, it was daylight when you guys were wrestling still. I think this, this the, was that, that was the one of the practice shows. Yeah, the yes. practice shows. I just saw that online. Then I was like, okay, I hope this thing gets big. And then all of a sudden I see a poster for, for Vendetta. Shout out to Kitan because he posted about it. Then I'm asked, hey, you going? And then all of a sudden he said, yeah. Then, okay, we should meet up. All right, but, so yeah. you guys uh, came into PWR, but um, did you have, like, an idea in your head that this is Pinoy Wrestling or this is what I should expect? What was in your minds going into the show? Like, Jam, you can answer as well if, you, uh, if you'd like to. I personally, I expected, well, from what I've seen, uh, I, my only introduction was through Poch, right? So I didn't really expect, you know, a lot. I didn't... Uh, when I, the old pictures, I only f- saw like a couple of people in the crowd. But when I got to the place, I was actually there early, uh, earlier than everyone else, and I was still drawn in by the crowd. I mean, everyone was still having a bunch of fun. I loved the whole atmosphere and everything. The crowd was my favorite part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's what really got me into the whole event. Like I mean, how so? Uh, whenever anything would happen, everyone would React. always have that, <laughs> all those all the reactions. I think that's the biggest part. It's the atmosphere that the crowd creates for the whole place did you notice that the crowd will chant for almost anything exactly yes. that's yes. what i love like even when uh someone punches someone it makes Ooh, a funny noise you know you know the guys don't really do it anymore because the crowd just does it's it on their own, own. <laughs> it's one of, it's one of the it's one of the weirder things that i've noticed that <laughs> really you know they don't 
they don't mess around with the yeah. bunches anymore. Mm. It's just like, and it's coming from the crowd. Just, ah. yeah. Actually, one of the craziest things that happened, like I was, we were upstairs, and then we were banging on the the steel gate of the thing, and then banging somebody had the to steel stop. gate, yeah, not steel banging gate. on ah, it, not banging <laughs> each other. No. <laughs> oh, whoa. but then we were like just making all the noise we can just to get the ref- wrestlers hyped up because everyone got super tired towards the middle because it was so hot and right, congested. Right, right. And you started with like a thirty Sorry. minute yeah. Iron Man match, so that was yeah. exhausting. Yeah, yeah. right. And yeah, just like the whole crowd just helps. Like I don't know, I don't know. What how the wrestlers feel, but we're just trying to like egg them on because I mean it's uh, tough what they're doing. So like my expectations for the show, uh, I wouldn't say they were low, but they weren't exactly high either. But by the end, I loved it and I wanted to help any way I could. Oh, <laughs> thank you very much. How about you, Jam? Like, did you have any expectations? The parang oh, this is what I'm gonna see or this is what I'm not gonna see, and then ito pala like you were gonna mo. see Chris Panzer's you know, abs. We, have, we need <laughs> to like calm down about that. Yeah, yeah I was expecting it not to be quite as sweaty. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize that. It's the middle of summer. Yeah. In Cinema Square. I, I, I'm, I... With 500 people. I didn't know there were going to be 500 people. You that was like... I didn't read. Right? Right? That was amazing. That was amazing. Um, what, what am I going to say? Uh, there's a word. Uh, Chino is briefing me about the thing where you guys are all in character. Kayfabe. There. I didn't know how to pronounce it. I don't want to say it. <laughs> um and and it was amazing because I've been to a couple of uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu events and wrestling where you throw people and stuff. Oh, I did judo. Yes, judo. Yes, <laughs> I did BJJ in college. I quit because I was really throw people and stuff. <laughs> I love it. And and like you know, there's there's it's completely different. It's completely different. For the benefit of our listeners, where did you go to college? UANP represent. Dude, okay. why you got it? Why you got it? No, 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 just, just for the just for the benefit. I'm 23, also single. <laughs> Chris Panzer. I wasn't. So so Chris Panzer. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. She's she's Ken done. I did not say that. Yeah, uh, hey, Ken Warren. Listen Ken up. Warren. Ken Warren. Listen, guys, you are really, really bad pimps. Like, really <laughs> Why are you bad pimps? You like Pokemon. You don't you say like it at comics, the same time. You like wrestling. Of course, we're bad pimps. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Like on Jam 88.3 earlier, they were saying that somebody pimped out an orangutan in Borneo. Wow. That's, That's horrible. Baby, That's <laughs> we have <laughs> just met and you have already compared me. To I'm not comparing you to a form. I didn't do that. That was not my intention. We're going to be friends. Way to kill the heat. <laughs> yeah, Camus. Good job. Editing As this out. out. <laughs> As always. Wrestling! I said tap out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Right. No, but you can tap out in wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. Like what Ken Warren did. Oh. Oh. Thanks to your boy. Really quickly, boy. Um, <laughs> I know I know Jan's got to go in a bit. She's uh, she's gonna be going on board in a few minutes. So just a quick round, uh, rapid fire round with Jam. Who are your favorite PWR characters? Even though that's an obvious question for you. Mm. Who are your favorite um, PWR characters? Uh, Chris Panzer, one. Ken Warren, the Cantater. I forgot the other one because I was. Is it the guy Mark in the mask? Manalo? Delusional, nah. Uh, probably Mark Dimonat. Um, he came in and they had to carry him in because he was drunk. Uh, That's Cantater. Oh, see, I'm very confused. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing and should not be viewed as a um, expert. an expert, <laughs> <laughs> except of on confusion. How about for you, Tino? Like, uh, who made a mark for you as you as you left Makati Cinema Square? I really liked Jake DeLeon and Bobby Suarez's match. Like, I thought that was legendary, man. Yes. Like, that's where I really saw, like, oh, this is this can be huge. You could bring this, like, to the bigger stages and everything. 
I thought that was the coolest thing I've, I'd ever seen. They really know how to sell the moves. They really know how to, you know, get those bumps out. It was so fun. That was... <laughs> I Like, when Poch was mentioning earlier, we were, like, like banging the... Yeah. Steel door. <laughs> I hit that thing. I hit that thing probably like ten times that yeah. match, just because I was so impressed by everything. Yeah, hit that, that thing. Hit that thing. Not me. Not a thing. <laughs> yeah, hit that thing. Yeah. How about you, Poch? Any any uh, PWR wrestlers that really stood out? Okay, really stood out. Uh, well, one. Mike Wise is classical Brian Leo. He knows how to oh, work the crowd. Oh, yeah. Like, seriously. First, he thanked the crowd, then called everyone pok poks. Like, oh, <laughs> like, he just thanks everyone. Everyone's cheering for him. All of a sudden, he turns like that. Main Max was pretty entertaining, too. Like, Aww. his match with Apocalypse. But um, props go out to Bombay. He was, like, one of the best. I mean, that was the first time I saw him because I was late for Vendetta. But that Aww. was really good. And his match... Those hurricanranas, dude. They just pop out of anywhere. Right. Oh, yeah, that JDL counters to the hurricanranas. Oh, God. Yeah, that was... Which just, like, stands up right after. Oh. You know, we're, we're really proud of that match, especially mm-hmm. in Bombay. That was, that was so good, Great, man. Yeah. That was so good. Yeah, but the thing is just that, you know, the ending to the show just oh, takes yeah, away that from it. took me by surprise, even though I feel like it shouldn't have. But <laughs> why so? No, why? why what? No, because, like, I mean, like, you offered a guy a Money in the Bank opportunity mm. at the beginning mm. of the show, and I feel mm. like... You know, since you do offer that, he's going to cash it in at some point. But I think I should have seen it coming. Mm-hmm. By the end of the show, he would have cashed it in already. But for some reason, I didn't at all. Yeah. It took me completely by surprise. You know that none of us knew. Really? None wow. of us knew. For We're real? going to show you running, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, like, seriously. Stan didn't know. I didn't know. And it was just like when it happened. I was like, holy wow. shit, what's going on? cash in then. I mean, I mean, you know, when, when the rules were made, when the rules were being written in, into, into the match, I, I, I had no idea that that was his intention moving uh-huh. forward. Mm-hmm. So my intention was really just to shut them up and make sure that the show went on. That's true. So the fact that, you know, the fact that Brian Leo went out of his way to outsmart me, uh, was, a, was a, well, I had to hand it to him. He was the smartest guy in the room. Nice. So it was like a legit reaction. <laughs> it was a legit reaction, yeah. basically. And I had no choice. By the end of the show, I had to go shake his hand like a man. Because mm-hmm. you know, that, that was the only way I could go about it. Uh, we're going to be cutting to break in just a bit. Uh, more, of, more of our little... Uh, more of our evening with DJ Faustina evening. and Poch Estrada evening. coming up. <laughs> man, this thing is, is getting this? sweaty, man. This is getting awkward. Yeah. But, right, uh, more of our... So much banging, so much evenings. Yeah. Uh, sweat. <laughs> Taking a quick break, more of episode 64, the Independence Day episode with DJ Faustino and Porta Strata coming up right after this. Stay tuned. All right, uh, episode 64, uh, the interview rolls on. It's, it it kind of got messy a, a little bit towards the end, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, again, a huge shout-out and thanks to, to Jam from Magic. She's on board right now, so uh, it, it, she's probably having a whole lot of fun over there by herself while we're having fun. <laughs> yeah. um, in, a little, in a booth. Yeah, in the booth. Five dudes in a booth. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Major awkward. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was bad. Major ox. No, it's okay. Don't worry. We, we have the parental guidance tag. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That's good. So we actually have the explicit tag, so, you know, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Oh, nice. Oh, fuck. Yes, you God. can say fuck. Darn it. <laughs> Gosh dang. Gosh dang. <laughs> or as Jamie Noble would say, tarnation. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. Ah, Jamie Noble. I haven't heard that name in a long time. He's, he's back on he's Raw. Back. He is? Yes, he, was, he is. He he was in the main event of Monday Night Raw this week. Does he still we wear the jeans? No, no, no. He, he wears a suit now. J&J Security. Oh, right. Okay, okay. And he actually won. He oh, did? did? I didn't see that. Yeah, he won in the main event of Monday Night Raw against the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> yes. The, 
this the actually technical, happened. The technical, the technical yeah. world heavyweight champion. Right, right. So this actually happened. Now, um, it, it's funny that, that Tino is actually like he he's got his eyes all all you know blown up. Apart. Holy shit, Jamie Noble is still around. Yeah, because like that's part of the last time I probably watched wrestling. I mean, I'm not. You know, I haven't been as much into wrestling as I'd like to be, but I've still kept, you know, sort of a vested interest in it. Uh, but the last time I saw it was probably when Jack TV was still on the air for my, in my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's been a while since I've actually watched the show. I'm not currently up to date with Raw. That's why I don't know Jamie Noble's back. I haven't been following. I know that there are you a know lot that of Joey Mercury is his tag team partner now. Really? Yep. Wow. That's why it's J and J Security. Oh, okay. Yeah, there are a bunch of new names that I don't really. I, I haven't heard of any. I haven't heard of anything. My friend showed me Elimination Chamber, the r- most oh, recent shit. one. Yeah. I saw Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I didn't know who any of them were, but they had some good matches. But I just. I, can't, I don't know who any of them are. Have you heard about that fucker named Kevin Owens? <laughs> He's the guy with Fight Owens Fight, right? Yep. Yeah. He's a fucking badass. You should watch his stuff. Yeah. I, I, Butch actually did show me some matches with him yeah. in it against Cena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's why he just, he just beats the crap out of Cena. That's yeah, why it's, it's so much fun. Oh, but I, yeah, I stuck around long enough to hate Cena. So. Yay! <laughs> I like this guy. So you're one of those guys. <laughs> so, who was your, yes. your favorite uh, wrestler in time that you watched regularly? Oh, because I, 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 I watched mostly with my cousins. Yeah. Okay. And one of my other cousins who was about the same age as me, we always loved the tag teams. So we were really into the Hardy Boys. Uh, I oh, love the High Flyers a lot. Nice. Uh, so Jeff Hardy was my favorite. When I played uh, the first SmackDown game on PS1, yes. he was the champion for everything. He was <laughs> every champion, intercontinental champion. Women's champion, too. <laughs> I could try, but no, I couldn't get there. But he was champion for everything. Jeff Hardy was, like, nice. my favorite growing up, I think. Um, I also liked The Undertaker at some point. Yeah, like when he, okay. especially when he yeah. when he was big evil because he had oh, that Limp Bizkit song and I liked Limp Bizkit Roland. at the time. <laughs> yeah, um, the Roland Dead Man remix. Yeah, yeah, I liked a whole bunch of other people, but I was really into the High Flyers and I'm, the Undertaker is an exception. <laughs> so when Jack TV stopped airing wrestling, why'd you stop? I mean, because like there are some people, there there were some people in the Pinoy wrestling community that after Jack TV stopped airing it, hinanap nila sinundan nila to Studio Twenty Three, and then they just tried following it online on YouTube, right, Daily Motion, right. Torrents, and all that shit. So wh- what happened to you? What's your story? Well, for me, I guess I just. I didn't have any way to easily get it, so I didn't have. To, I didn't try looking for it either. So I mean, it was the convenience of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it was always on. Whenever yeah. I would turn on Jack TV, mm-hmm. it was either Wrestling. an old episode of Raw or like the current episode, possibly a PPV, and it was always there for me on TV. Because when I would just come home from school, turn on the TV, there would be a wrestling, wrestling. match, wrestling. no matter what. And when that stopped. You know, I just I couldn't I didn't follow it that much anymore. And this was before I knew how to torrent anything. Yeah, no, this was before torrents. Yeah, this was before torrents. Yeah, and I was torrenting some other things at the time. Like, ah, like, what are these like illegal music? I don't know, like orangutans. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. ask Pochaman. Uh, yes. I know your your fandom's a little bit more updated. So how deep bit, into man. your fandom? Uh, how deep into the wrestling fandom are you? Deep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, everyone's into... Well, people that are into wrestling in the Philippines are obviously into WWE, but I try to expand a bit. Like, I tried going in ROH, but then I only see highlight videos online. My brother is super into Lucha Underground. Oh, yeah. Great great, show. Yeah, great show. He just tells me, like, about Prince Puma and all that, Jomo and all... It's not Johnny Mundo now. Jomo. Jomo. (laughs) It's not Jomo Slomo and all that. I was back when he was in WWE. Uh, I tried getting into TNA when I was a kid as well, but then it was harder to find. Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. Really big fan. Of, like before, I just watched like AJ Styles, Mojo, and all AJ those guys. Styles. 
But then if I had to go back to WWE, I used to, I mean, back when it was still WWF, actually. Oh. The whole alliance versus WWE. That was, yeah. yeah. So that's where you started, the, yeah. the invasion storyline. Mm-hmm. So who was your favorite wrestler, like, uh, when you started? And right now, since you're updated, who's your favorite wrestler from the current era? Oh, um... I, I always love Chris Jericho for some reason. I always yeah. hated bad guys, but Chris Jericho is one of my favorites. There's something about him, like his style. Back when I did like research, like he did Japan and all that, mm-hmm. he just brought a whole other style. I mean, The Rock was awesome, but he never really had that, you know, I don't know. Like Chris Jericho does his moves. He's so flashy, and he does those, you know, like he steps on people and pretends he's all muscular. Like, yeah. it's just great. <laughs> and he did the whole, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's great on the mic and also on the ring. Um, currently, right now, who do I like now? Well, there's Seth Rollins. He's really good. I mean, oh, yes. I, I followed him with, what, back when he was Tyler Black. Oh, I like this guy. Thank I like you. this guy. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, I, they took out the curb stomp already. But, I mean, pedigree, whatever, it's fine. But, you know, the curb stomp's still my thing. Blackout, sorry. And, um, well, Samoa Joe's on NXT, so I got to watch out for that one as well. Anyone else from NXT that you like? Oh, um, <laughs> Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Because I used to be a huge fan of Fandango, but okay. then they kind of yeah, that, that, I like this guy. I like this guy. I like guy. this guy. Like this guy. Like this guy. Yeah, amazing. But then they kind of killed the storyline. Then they came out with Tyler Breeze and the whole like selfie thing. That was pretty cool. Uh, NXT. Who else? Well, Sami Zayn. But he's yes, I really like this guy right now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, you, I'm, I'm a big Generico Mark. El Generico, yeah, perfect. Like back when I was like following like El Generico, Pac, and all those guys. Like back in Ring of Honor, that was really good. Generico versus Steen never gets old though. Yeah, dude. Even even now. Yeah, actually. All right, I gotta ask. Cause What's I, Fandango though. Fandango <laughs> though, exactly. I gotta ask. Like for a Pinoy wrestling fan, um, yeah, there are the really hardcore ones who really troll the internet and look for say ROH matches or CZW right. or Dragon Gate, right? Mm-hmm. How is it for you to get your fix of of your indies? Cause um, iba ibang what was your way of finding your fix? That was tough because I had to go on YouTube because I have really slow internet. Like those streaming websites, they load for like forever and I can only watch like 10 minutes of the match. I go to, what's that? Just the websites and I just talk to my friends actually Body about rules. it. Yeah, I actually learned about that really recently <laughs> though. But yeah, just YouTube is my main thing. I go on the website as well. Back when it was off Jack TV, I just, I went to WWE.com just to check on updates. I was like, wow, JBL's a champion now or wow. It's King Booker now or something like that. So, I mean, I just stayed updated with the story. With WWE, I'm more into the story than the wrestling aspect. But when it comes to, like, the indies, it's all about the wrestling. Like, the move sets and all that. Like, these indie guys are just crazy with what they do. Lucha Underground, it's, an, it's amazing. Yeah, one of the best shows. I, I would say it's one of the best shows on TV today. Best collection Story-wise of free agents. <laughs> So uh, let's talk about matches. Because um, I, I think one of the reasons why some people would you know maintain their fandoms is because they there was this one match or this one angle yeah. they saw that really drew them in. So what was that angle or that story or that match that really made you a fan? So let's start with Tino. Okay, for me, I was a big fan of the Hardy Boys, and of course mm-hmm. there was that triple threat. Uh, what do you call that? That six man tag team with Chris TLC. TLC. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yes. Where was that? Where was that? SummerSlam. That was SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Was it with Christian and Christian Dudley Boys? Dudley Boys. Yeah. That was SummerSlam. Yeah. No, but there was, there was a, oh, there was another WrestleMania. WrestleMania was part two. Mm, part, yeah, two. part two. Okay. It was one of those, and I remember I was watching with my cousins, and we were we're a big group. We're probably like nine cousins in one room, and we're all dudes, and we love wrestling so much that <laughs> nine dudes in a room. <laughs> they're my cousins. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nine dudes yeah, in a room yeah. watching yeah, wrestling. That match really that stuck familiar. with me because there were so many things going on. I mean, and each 
tag team. They had like a representation in each of the weapons. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Edge and Christian had the chairs, of course. The Dudley boys loved their tables, and the Hardy boys they loved to fly, so they had their <laughs> ladders. That was the coolest thing ever to me, and. I was really, really pissed off when Edge and Christian won. For the record, the Hardy Boys is up to get high. They do love to fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I, I heard. I saw that about Jeff Hardy recently. Actually. If, if it makes you feel any better, Jeff Hardy's in a much better place now. Yeah, now that he's, it does. He's, he has a broken leg. <laughs> no, now that he's drug free, I was about to say That's better that he's than drug free. Drugged up. CM Punk finally got to him. He's drug free. <laughs> How about you, uh, Poch? A, n- a new match or, or the angle that really hooked you in? Oh, God. There was just so much when I was a kid. But um, thinking about it, that was one of the matches that was really good. But I think I was a kid when I saw this one, so I didn't really understand what was going on. I don't know how I saw it. But I remember, or maybe I just saw some flashbacks or something. Because I really got into it because of the video game. I know all the characters because of the video game. But I remember one WrestleMania where it was the families versus each other. Like Shane... Uh, Shane, uh, Stephanie, Vince, and oh, Linda. Yours? Linda. They all had the representations. Like Linda had McFoley, uh, Shane had Big Show, Triple H was with Stephanie, and The Rock was with Vince. Then I believe this was WrestleMania 2000. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And then it was just like, wow, like this is a great story. Like, how can this family do this? Like, they're family. Like, God, <laughs> how is this happening? And from there, I just got hooked. I tried like learning about it through video games first off. And then I tried going to, like, to Star World and all those channels and trying to learn more about wrestling. Then Jack TV really got me, like, I'm on my mainstay of wrestling. I think the first match I saw on Jack TV was Chris Jericho versus Scott Steiner. That was really old. And that was just a Monday night card. Like, this was just the main event. Uh, 2003, that was the time that they were still on the Raw brand. Let's talk about radio, because I Mm -hmm. think uh, that's something that I've wanted to get into from the moment that you guys said, hey, let's do the podcast. Right. And, um... I've always had this, this, this notion in my head that uh, I look at life through two lenses. One is Survivor, the other is pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, um, <laughs> so where's radio? Lenses? Huh? Where's radio for you? No, hold on, hold on. Uh, th- this is where, this is where uh, the, the whole radio and wrestling thing comes together. In 2009, Tino and I met at you know, Junior Jock Auditions for Magic. And uh, I remember there, there, was, there were only like 15 people or 20 people, and they were picking 10. Picking 11. Picking 11, thank yeah. you. So there, there we were. We were all doing samples, like sample spiels, the board work and all that shit. And then at the very end, uh, CJ and Aaron, they were choosing young finalists now. Yeah. So, so everybody and their mother was like really nervous <laughs> and shit. And I, I was like, fuck, I hope I get in, right? And then I was talking to you and to EO, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the last one. Yeah. Right. So we, uh, who also got in. Yeah, who also got in. So these two guys, Nakawusapko, get in, Tino being the last guy called. And I was the one who had to, you know, who had to shake people's hands and be told, oh, you know, try, ne- try again next year, shit like mm-hmm. that. So in my head, I have this chip on my shoulder and I, tr- I-, I-, I tell myself, I want to get in radio. I want to have my own show one day and I'm going to make it to magic. Because in my head, magic was like the WWE of FM radio. It's the big, the big the leagues. Yeah. Basically the big leagues. If up against magic, you're a big fucking deal. I... Well, obviously, I'm not in. I'm still not in magic. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. Shit. Yeah, no shit. I'm pretty happy where I'm at, and it, 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 it's the way that my career has gone on. It's been very much, parang indie yung parallel. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, your Kevin Steen or or um, 
Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Thank you. That's a more appropriate com- uh, comparison, diba? So I want. No, but Colt Cabana made it for a short period of time. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> and then he went back down. <laughs> We're really going there. We're go- no, no, no. I was just saying, just, just to, to, to compare the analogy. Actually, you know, Kevin Steen is actually closer. Work with me here. Work with me here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just Tino gets in. Down? Tino gets in, and he actually becomes a magic JJ, and then ends up being one of the main roster Junior guys Jock. on Play FM. And so, Play FM main DJ. And and when Play FM reformatted. In 2012, a, a lot of people started saying that oh, they're actually making a lot of noise. They're actually pretty good because hey, it, it's very tight programming, updated music, and, and and you know like they knew how to do their technical shit. Like there wasn't a whole lot of things that you could nitpick about their board work. Dude, so, so in my head, cry? <laughs> <laughs> so, so in my head, NXT now or Play FM now becomes NXT. NXT. Where, you know, um, if you know your NXT today, it's basically the developmental of WWE where they're able to com- uh, to pack so much quality matches, quality storylines, and workers in one hour of programming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say yeah. something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Right, so, so this, leads me, this leads me to me basically wanting to hear your stories. Like, how is it like being on the other side? Because all I know is, is what I hear from the outside looking in. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So you compare Magic to the WWE. Yeah. Which I guess like, is fairly true because they are the biggest, I think, the biggest in the English-speaking FM radio. Thank you, know. you. yes. Uh, no offense to Melo, of course. I mean, I love Melo. No, yeah, yeah. Um, when, it, when I got in, uh, I can't say that, you know, they, it was treated like we were treated like as titans, you know. But they did give us, you know, appropriate amount of training. And when I got switched to play, I never really saw a big competition going on between play and magic. I mean, not to say that, I mean, uh, we, were, we were never trying to compete. That's because, like, Big D, uh, who was our station manager at the time, he was also a big guy in magic. Uh, he was, our, he was our station manager, and he treated everyone like family. So it really wasn't... There was no big separation between play and magic for us. No politicking? Uh, not much. There was still definitely some politicking, but okay. not as much as... Never mind. That's not good. Yeah, we're there. not going to force you to say anything that you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Just shoot interview. I mean, <laughs> but if you'd like to shoot, <laughs> if you'd like to shoot, <laughs> home video. no shooting, no shoot. Go right ahead if you'd like to shoot. Um, but I never really saw it as, you know, there were two separate entities because I always saw that, ma- like, 99.5, of course, was like a subsidiary of, of Magic. Because it's all under the TRPI banner. Exactly, exactly. But. I always just saw it as an opportunity. I mean, I love doing radio, uh, and that was the biggest opportunity for me at the time. They weren't opening anything at Magic, so and I, you know, I there was no openings there, so I I just jumped on whatever I could, and play was the best option for me. So that's that's all I did. <laughs> all right, uh, how about how about you, Poch? Uh, I know that you're not actually from the Magic uh, nope. Magic Junior Jock program. Nah, I trained him. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So tell us about it. How is it like? How is it like being one of Tino's uh, Tino's beyond bitches? <laughs> I was about to say underlings. Orangutans. <laughs> what have you done? What have you done? Actually, I'm surprised. I blame you. other FM DJs for this. Actually, Thank you, Jabim. I'm really surprised he still remembers me because the first time I was on radio, I messed up pretty bad. Because it was I was, funny. It was I was really there um, on an org. Do you want to say the story? Or do we? Yeah, go. You, 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 you can both tell the story. I don't know how he saw it, but I thought I, I messed up pretty bad. Um, I was on the, their nighttime show uh, when it was nighttime playtime, 
And then I was supposed to do an org spiel, and then he, he was supposed to interview me. And then I was like, okay, any anything I should know about the you know the radio and all. The first thing he says to me, don't fucking curse. I'm like, wow, okay, that's that's awesome. All right, I'll do that. It's true. Don't yeah. curse. Oh no, man. And I was like, okay, taking it back. And I was really nervous. Then he's yeah, asking, curse you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. so he was asking me all these questions and all that. Then I'm, we start rolling and all that. Then he told me to describe the event. Then I was like, oh, this event's so kick-ass. Then his his my eyes just like went big. Like big. I don't know if you can say that, man. Then, I said kick ass. I wasn't looking at it. I was like, I was in the zone. Yeah, this event's going to be kick-ass and all that. So if you guys want to check it out, check out our kick-ass Facebook page and then all that. And then he looked at me and I was like, <gasps> I was panicking. I was, but like, I, was, I was just laughing on the inside because it was like, I, I don't think we can say that. But then it's not as big a yeah, deal. It's not like, yeah. you know? it's not like he said fuck it. Yeah, it's yeah. not like fuck. It's not like he said fuck. Exactly. And then Jai's, it's not like he said, this is going to be a shit time. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's gonna be the fun. fucking best party in Manila. And know? then uh, Tino went like he just saved it. Oh, it's gonna be a kick butt event. And then that's when he realized, oh my god, I messed up. And then when he turned off the mic, and then he was like, dude, our station manager just passed by. And I was like, oh god. I wasn't being serious though. I was just like messing with his head. Yeah. And then he told me to audition. Then I was like, are you serious after what I did there? And he goes, yeah, just try it out. And then uh, first day of auditions, I had chicken pox. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't make it to the first round. I texted Jazz at the time, and then I go, I'm really sorry. I wish I could make it. And then she told me, no, it's okay. I'll give you a free pass for now. Just, you know, we heard you on air. You're pretty good and all that. Go to the second round. I'm like, wow, you still remember me. Then um, I went. So you got a buy, basically. I got a buy. I technically got a gold ticket just to go we to Hollywood. We politicked him in. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he still so remembered me. So that's radio politics. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, go on. But then I was really grateful and all that. Then whenever, like in the second round interview, I... Uh, I thanked everyone. I'm like, hey, I'm the fir- I'm the guy that got chicken pox at the start. So thank you guys for giving me this opportunity. I'm here to show you my kick-ass... Bu- oh, sorry, kick-ass. <laughs> I know you were going to say. I was the guy who said ass on, on no, the No, I tried my best to... <laughs> no, I told that to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then I just made sure, like, whenever... Um, I, I finally got the opportunity, and I was called in for, like, radio. So I was super grateful. I made sure every week to show up, like, to his show or to anyone's show just to learn about radio since they gave me this opportunity. And I actually like your reference with the NXT thing, because, I mean, thinking of outside looking in, it kind of seems that way. Like, you know, the main roster, but then there's this up-and-coming, up like, small station and all that, so... Yeah, because when but you look at... small. No, Play <laughs> FM isn't small, but you, you, you can't help but look at them as Magic Jr. Yeah. Because you take a look at guys like Jazz Reyes and Justin Quirino. Uh, both, are, both are also, yeah, you know, fr- know uh, of friends them. of ours. Yes. Um, and yeah, we were the trainees. Yeah. Exactly. And they're kind of being molded to be like the next Andy Nine or the next Josh Strike. Yeah. Well, kind of, wait, wait, that's Josh, what they wanted, Josh but then we never... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that, I see that though. What right. I said, like, we never really saw it that way. We weren't trying to be the next Andy 9 or something. We just wanted to make our own thing. I don't know if that's how NXT is uh, right it now. Is. Because, like, it, is. Yeah. it is. It is. Okay. Which makes it so appropriate. That, that, that right. We go back to that. <laughs> but um, I, I want to ask you, Tino, because uh, you and I have been talking for a long time about training student jocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, just just for refer- uh, for context, I've been training student DJs since basically I got absorbed. So mm-hmm. I've, I've been helping out. And you've been doing the same basically since... Well, they gave me the program in 2012. Exactly. Uh, it since... used to be with Nico Ramos. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. But then he... Uh, when we had a shift in management, they gave it to me. Uh... Yeah, so about like training the student DJs, Botch was one of, un, under my wing. You've been on both sides, Aww. basically, right? Yeah. That you yeah, train the main roster jocks, and then you're the ones who were, who, who, who's, who's uh, my own show? <laughs> training the young boys. So how is that like? <laughs> you're training young training boys. Training young boys. You, you know, you know in, in the context of wrestling, yes, it makes sense, but... <laughs> I, I have to rephrase that. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to say that if one of us 
ever has to miss the show for any reason, Poch can come in and sub, <laughs> and no one will know any better. <laughs> yeah, Poch knows his shit, man. Poch okay, knows his cool. shit. Actually, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right across. Yes, yeah, exactly. Mm. So, he, he's a very convenient sub. So um, next week. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Go to Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I, 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 we'll, yeah, we'll book that. We'll make something happen. Anyway, back to the question. Kate, Wait, is that next week? No, it's not next week. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask a fucking question. <laughs> All right, so, so how, uh, um, what have you taken from your experience of being trained, let's say, by Sina CJ and Sina Pat? Right. And what did you apply to when you started training the rookies in rookie radio during your time in play? Well, at Magic, I, I got my technical training. Uh, that's where they you know, taught me everything that had to do with the board, all the software that I needed to know. Um, basically, how to construct your ad lib. So just the the really rough details of the it. Flow. Yeah, but then when it comes to how to handle people and how to treat, you know, your coworkers and every, everything, I got that from Big Daddy Jake, who oh, was our yeah. station manager Great at Play. Guy. Yeah, Great he guy. treated I- us all like a family and that's what I wanted to impart like as, you know, to our student jocks that, you know, this place it's not going to exactly make you famous and you shouldn't expect it to. But you're going to have a lot of fun here. You're going to learn a lot of things and, you know, this is just a really fun hobby for me. So, I I guess, like, you know, that's just how I saw it. I never really treated it as, again, a competition. Yeah. Between, you know, but a, a lot of people did see it that way. There is no competition. Yeah. <laughs> <they're> all, <laughs> I mean, even we're in the Junior brothers. Jock program, even in the Rookie Radio program, a lot of people did see it as a competition. Like, why does this guy get more board work than me? Why does this guy get more board work than me? Uh, but it's never been about that to me. And whenever I do see someone trying to do that, I try to shut it down as much mm-hmm. as possible. I get so scared when I get board work. I'm like, why are you giving it to me? <laughs> yeah. But he was a special case because, like, he was always really good. I mean, yeah. yeah. Since the beginning. I mean, that's why that's Stop why we it. offered him a shot. Like, that's why we gave him the second round immediately because we knew he could do it. But then the thing is, he would never smile on air. Like, whenever he would go on air, he'd always sound, like, bored as shit, man. That was Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Ariana Grande and uh, how about some more music? <laughs> That's all we would do. And oh we, t- we texted him, like, yo, you're doing great, but fucking smile. <laughs> and, and people who've never done a podcast or done a radio show, they underestimate the importance of smiling Smile. when yeah. you're talking. Because, like, yeah, because people, you have to sound you, happy. You need to realize that you can hear a smile on, radi- on radio. It makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, it makes about. a huge difference. And especially like when you're communicating only through like one medium, which is audio, you but can't you have really, Ustream. Yeah, and you can't exactly communicate expression. But Ustream is like delayed by like forever. <laughs> <laughs> right, and Ustream is kind of weird. I said like from my experience, when they started pl- uh, putting in camera then for Ustream, I was like, I, I felt like I was uh, a prisoner in my CCTV. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. So it's like the panoptic effect. Yes, the panoptic effect. Thank you. Sorry, wow. not a lot of people get. Napaka panoptiko nito ba? Laging merong ano? Laging may sumusubaybay sa yon. That's some shit I remember from college. Mm, wow. Um, but but did you guys ever, uh, as wrestling fans, did you guys ever incorporate any of your fandom, like say a catchphrase or or music or whatever, into oh, wow. into your question. radio career? Let's see. Because I know, um, sort of boys I they would always do it. Uh, it's always part of their shtick. And this guy right here, he would, you know, incorporate Jericho-isms on his uh, ad yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a, the fucking mark he is. Yeah. <laughs> not, not just Jericho-isms. The whole, the ad for the... School of Jocks. School of Jocks. They use the DX. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. They use the DX track. And I only heard it this year, and then I texted and said, 
You fucking made this ad, right? <laughs> no, I co-produced it. I wrote it. I co-produced nice. it. And, and I know CJ does Warriors theme. Like uh, he uses that when yeah. they play um, one of one of his games on yeah, the big meals. Yeah. yeah. So you know um, they, they've 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 kind of shown that Papa Jack fucking uses Carlito's theme <laughs> on you TLC. Sure? Carlito. Yeah, yeah. He, he uses he Carlito's theme. So did you guys ever think about like you know pag board ako? This is how I'm going to show my personality. Was that something that ever came up? Well, it was always like with the showmanship of wrestling. Like, that's had a big influence on how I handle my shows. I think. You know, also, can, can you tell me more about that? You know, we try to go for the big announcer voice oh. every now and then. Uh, we try to go with Lillian Garcia voice, some kind of entrance <laughs> theme music, but we never use like you know particular elements from WWE or from wrestling or anything. Uh, but just I guess how the show was structured, uh, that's partly where I drew a lot of influence, like how tight it was. Yeah, because wrestling can be very very tight. Production value of wrestling. Oh, it's gotta oh, be production. it's gotta be very snappy. Yeah. You know. Uh, no one can have like a lull moment. Mm-hmm. And we tried to incorporate that into our board work. Um, but when it came to like using particular elements from wrestling, I can't recall a specific time where I did. Uh, but you know, like we had entrance music. We had what about next announcers, stagers. stagers. I mean, we tried using as much as we could, and there, are, I think, there are some similarities to how wrestling is handled, but nothing I remember like in particular. For me, it's kind of different because I used to get really nervous before a show, so I used to watch like wrestler shoots before, like just so I could get amped up. Like CM Punk did a really good shoot at. Um, I don't know. It was it was him, Mick Foley, and uh, who's that? Uh, John Laurinaitis, and he was just super like in the zone. But then I realized that I don't want to shoot on radio. Like I don't want to like just get mad. But then the way he articulates it, it's like it's like I don't know. He's like singing or something. It's like it's really good. Even I used to listen to Bray Wyatt a lot when he shoot because he's like he's so good on the mic. When he like says man, he has those different aneurysms. Man. But then aneurysms, yeah. aneurysms, aneurysms. <laughs> <laughs> got like strokes in the middle of his face. <laughs> but then he does like yeah, that makes sense. he does he a little bit. Have strokes. Yeah, a little like those. Oh, it's that those backward like things he does. But then I used to try to like emulate different wrestlers, like the way they talk at least. That's but a good not, point. Yeah. Yeah. Like who? Like who? Well, CM Punk was one because he was so good on the mic. I also tried a bit of Jericho, okay. like the cockiness of Jericho. Uh-huh. I tried think like because Koji talked to me, he says try to emulate someone, and I was like, "Oh, you mean like Macho Man?" <laughs> <laughs> then he looked at me like, "No, brother, <laughs> 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 like oh, I can't do the Hulk Hogan, the, the Macho Man." Yeah, no. but that's a really good point. Like when wrestlers speak on the mic, they do have their own cadence, they have their own rhythm. Yes, and also the same with radio DJs. I mean, it's not. I don't know if it's as apparent now, but each radio. DJ has like their own cadence, their own manner of speaking. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay attention to that next time. On the yeah. <laughs> no, I would, I would add to that and say that I think the bed that they use actually plays right, a huge right, factor right. into that. Bed? Yeah, the background, the background music. Ah, background music. Okay, right. Yeah, the so, background music. It really contributes to like your personality and your rhythm of speaking. No, I think for the most part, uh, I think for the most part, DJs I'm gonna choose what beds they use, yeah. and you know, for some people, they actually uh, they actually put a lot of thought into what background music they use because it their... says something about you, it right? Really does right. Yeah. So, but whenever they mix it up, it's always as if uh, it, it was an added layer to their personality or uh-huh. may, may nagbago do sa rhythm nila. Mm-hmm. So that's actually an interesting wrinkle you've added. Uh huh. But if you if you want to like uh, talk to someone that has actually used, I think a bunch of wrestling elements on the show, Billy, who's on board right now on our on Play FM. He used to do Stone Cold yeah, impressions so, on the air. I drank one beer. Yeah. Two and then beers. he'd do the what chance for himself. 
Like, that dude was sick. I mean, but he, he he loves wrestling. That guy, he wears DX shirts to, to work. That's like you the should worst talk to him, actually. You do to yourself. What? No, this is funny. <laughs> yourself. All right, this is funny because, like, I, I have a couple of Billy stories that I, I, I might as well share here yeah. on this episode. Uh-huh. Um, the, first, the first ever interaction I had with Billy was me going on Twitter and asking him straight up, are you a wrestling fan? Because mm-hmm. I've seen him post some shit. Like, I, I remember I, I saw him post a photo of Brock Lesnar mocking Eddie Guerrero from 2004. Wow. Right. Tapos sabi ko, you can't post that shit in 2014 and not be a wrestling fan. <laughs> right? And Stan's a big Eddie Guerrero fan. I think the biggest one of us. Wow, big, really? Biggest one among us in the room. So I, I, I talked to Ro and I'm like, this guy in Play FM, he's on board right now and he posts this Brock Lesnar picture. Parang wrestling fan nata to. Invite kaya natin to sa, sa Facebook, you Facebook should, group. Actually. Right? And, and he's, he's part of it now. And so I tweet him and I'm like, are you a wrestling fan? And he goes, um, if yes? that's how you would call it, then probably. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, that <laughs> he has the vaguest answers to things. It, it was Vegas Fox. I tell Ro, pare, parang medyo Vega tato, parang hindi siya parang fan. Parang fan siya na hindi. <laughs> right. So I'm like, do I add him to the Facebook group? And he goes, ah, wag na, parang hindi tato fan. So I'm like, all right, whatever. And then some months later, somebody, somebody adds him inside uh, Smart Gilas Pilipinas on Facebook. Wait, my, I actually have a question before we continue any further. Are you guys on SGP? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, they are. So Just, just making sure. Right. <laughs> so somebody adds Billy into SGP, and he starts commenting every now and then. And I'm like, wait a minute. This guy's Billy from Play, right? right. So this one this one Thursday night after we record, the three of us uh, decide, hey, why don't we barge into Play, meet Billy, <laughs> and just say hi. Invade. Which we did. Which we, we did. did. We did. Right. So we that just was, went I in. Like the most awkward, you know. <laughs> Gate crash ever. <laughs> right. It, it was made more awkward when, when Mike, the round man of sound, right. just looked at us like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Busted into my station. <laughs> and the three of us were like, oh, we're just going to go say hi to Billy. <laughs> and, like, we had no idea who Billy was, right? So we come in and I'm like, you're Billy, right? I'm Stan. <laughs> I'm from the other side. We're from SGP. Nice to meet you, bro. Oh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, Billy is a huge wrestling huge fan. I mean, he posts videos on his YouTube channel of... Uh, him and his friends, they created their own wrestlers to look like them, and they post their matches online. Wow. No shit. Yeah, no shit. it's really, so, really so fun to watch, actually. You know what? I, I, uh, yeah, Billy Anunuev, if you're listening, man, we need to book you for a guesting on the podcast. I can get him, like, right now. <laughs> He's <laughs> the next door, minutes. man. We're, 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 like, we're, like, pushing our time limit with, <laughs> with interview. But, hey, you know, Billy, if you're listening... You're invited. <laughs> when Stan gets back from Singapore. Yeah, uh, we'll make it happen one way or another. Um, so really quickly now, yeah, I, I guess we're kind of running out of time. Mm-hmm. Um, wait. Well, yeah, I, have my, a good, my, I have a good question. Yeah, yeah go, go, right. go, go. Uh, you guys mentioned earlier that uh, you saw PWR and you, you guys said that you want to help out. So yes. I want to ask, uh, you don't have to go into specifics, but <laughs> uh, how exactly do you guys uh, you know, plan to help out? Title shot. <laughs> We're going to be the biggest title shot Mr. ever. Tag, tag team. Tag team. What do you tag say? team. <laughs> oh, well, How with our background up? in, you know, mm-hmm. advertising, well, in radio and production and promotions. Uh, we could help with that, I, yeah. I hope. Hope, yeah, just if anybody from PWR is listening. <laughs> <we're> <laughs> you, you, got, you got three guys in the room who are with PWR. Yeah. yeah. So, how about a job? No, no, we, 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 we break, we break <laughs> that break wall. Oh, okay, cool. We break that wall. Nice. We've cleared it up. Yeah, if you guys need any help, seriously, no. we're just more than open. Second mm-hmm. question. 
what would you think are the biggest points of improvement for PWR? Just as fans and... Outsiders you know, looking in. Outsiders looking in. We've actually talked about this. Like, mm-hmm. what do we think the pitfalls of PWR are so far? Uh, one, I think production value could use some, you know, do some work. For but sure. I'm sure that you guys, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. when you look at your wrestling ring, it's not exactly a wrestling right. ring. It's a boxing ring. It's a boxing ring. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got those, like, mat, it's got those mats that you see at the preschools. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? But the whole, uh, what do you call them? Like, I guess the matches, they're all great. They're all great. Mm. Uh, my only big gripe is really with the production right. value, but that's it. Mm. Right. No, that's understandable, for sure. Mm-hmm. We're all, we're, you know, we're just starting out. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, pitfalls, not really pitfalls, but then... Uh, since you guys, I mean, you guys are just starting out and all that. I mean, you guys are kind of big online. Your presence online is pretty big, but apparently PWR, like hashtag PWR, it's also like uh, Philadelphia women's something. <laughs> so when I when I search hashtag PWR, wait, wait, wait there's a Philadelphia re- no women, women's. It's like a volleyball thing. I don't know. I searched it on Instagram. Like, hashtag <laughs> okay, PWR. Yeah, shit, we need to find this and contact these people. Tell them change, change. your name. I think well, I tried like searching hashtag PWR. We're big PWR. in the Philippines, man. We are. And um, probably, well, no. so far, I don't see any pitfalls because you guys are on the right track. As it progresses, I'm pretty sure. Because, I mean, the way I saw it is that the show is really intimate. And you guys, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're going back there. We are, apparently. But then, you know, you guys, like, fight in the audience and all that. I see that's perfect and all that. But I guess, yeah, production-wise, could use, like, the rings. Because I get scared sometimes when wrestlers take bumps on those mats. Yeah. Those aren't really, like, suited, I think. Like, I've never took a bump on that mat. Do you want to take a bump? You guys doing meth or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can make that happen. Really? Yeah. Take bumps. <laughs> well, we can we can make it happen. Um, we just need to call Bombay. Oh, my gosh. And make a sign No, 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 up. Because, because Bombay is our head trainer. For ah, PWR. okay. Right. He won't be giving you... The bitch killer. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, legit, I, papi. We'll make you sign the waiver. <laughs> and then we'll put you if you ask for it. Oh, if I ask for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to give him a title shot. I mean. Title shot. <laughs> but then, no, yeah. So far, you guys are on the right track. I can't see anything wrong with it so far. But then in the next event, I'm pretty sure, from, from Vendetta to Revolution X, really big jump. Cause Aww. I, you know, there you go. I really see, like, nowhere to go but up for this. Aww. I really loved it. Uh, I had so much fun at the show. Great. All right, PWR, boys and girls, if you guys are listening, you got two of your biggest fans right here inside the booth right now. And um, the other ones at the other station. Actually, yeah. <laughs> before we let Such you guys go, <laughs> before we let you guys go, we need to ask for your social media handles. Let our listeners know where they can hit you up on oh, social wow. media. Oh, I barely use mine now. <laughs> Actually, uh, just, just go, yeah. just go. Uh, but you can check me out at DJFSTN. Uh, that's my Twitter handle. Fustin. Yeah, DJ Fustin. Where they can check out what you... (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a porn star name. I just realized that. FSTN. Is that what you're doing now? Is that what you're doing? Like, adult entertainment? Jesus Christ, you did not get your own joke. (laughs) DJ Fustin. Fustin. So that's what you're doing now. Like, the whole adult entertainment shit. Yeah, Yeah, that's my thing now. I guess I should just try to foray into it. It's life after radio. (laughs) You gotta become more adult, man. Yeah. <laughs> How about for Poch? For me, it's at Pochella 2013. Never changed. Oh, <laughs> 2013. He's had it for two years. P O C H L I. I used it used to be Poch Spice, <laughs> but then Pochella. But he still he hasn't changed the year. No, no I should probably change that Poch yeah. Spice. <laughs> All right, and one last question before we let you guys go: Will we ever hear you both on radio again? 
Damn. That is an open-ended question. We don't know. We don't know, don't actually. Know. I don't know. Hope so. I do miss it. But yeah, same we'll here. see. But you'll hear us on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Hey, yo. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you very much. Pocha Strada, DJ Thank Faustino. You. Thanks. You've heard them both on either Magic 89.9 or Play FM, and now they are here inside uh, the SGP podcast. we got to thank them both for being part of the Independence Day episode. Thank when you. we come right back, we're doing our picks of the week, and we're going to wrap this baby up. Stay with us. Huge, huge thanks to our guests for tonight. That was crazy. That was that a whole was, lot of fun. That was one of the most yeah, convoluted. Most yeah, messy. Uh, for sure, Poch will be, you know, subbing in for one of us eventually. Eventually. I mean, Stan's headed to Singapore very soon. Yeah, I mean, no one will notice. No one will Anyone notice will be gone, anything. You know? Yeah. He, he can actually take over a lead. Yeah, it's exactly. Why not? He yeah, has, he has the training. Just, no, just tell him, you know, what our segments are, and then let him do let him do his thing. Why not? Yeah, I, I could probably take a break every now and then. <laughs> uh, of course, I also got to thank Tino and Jam for coming on over and being part of the podcast. Very all, nice people. Very would, nice people. I like your radio friends. Uh, thank you. Thank we you. need to get more of them on the show. Yeah, we will. Uh, we will work on that, and we'll we'll try to get more of them watching PWR very very soon as well. In the meantime, and in between time, we got to give you our picks of the week. Your best yeah, matches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know me. I like to shill for who I like to shill for. Uh, we got the segments or the best matches or the best promos all week in wrestling. So I'm going to start off with mine. I, I, I am a huge fan of Kevin Owens now. And I love this Only match. Now? Well, to be fair, I never saw his ROH stuff. Okay. So, uh, that's, that's totally fair. Yeah. So, oh, it is totally fair. <laughs> it is totally fair. Yeah. So I am now a fan of Kevin Owens. And I... I love it when, every time he comes out. So this I week, just want to say that I have communicated with Kevin Owens before he was big. Oh, I, you when told was, me the story. Yeah, yeah. When he was Kevin Steen. And I, 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 I'd like to think you saved that email. I did. Very good. I don't, I don't do the emails. Yeah, very do, good. Do you still have his email? Does he still yeah. use that one? Yeah. Can we try? Uh, it's, <laughs> try and get him on the it's, podcast? Oh, no. Of course not. He's, a, he's, he's a too big, big now, big, man. Big, big thing to say about me. You never know. He might. He, he, he doesn't forget little people. Uh, the only thing I will say about his email is he still uses Hotmail. Oh, shit. Jesus. Hey, I met somebody over the weekend who still uses AOL. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Fine, that's fair. But everyone get on puppy. But it's because say AOL is still, you know, an actual messaging service. Yeah, it's not the shit anymore, but... But yeah. Hotmail, though. <laughs> Hotmail. Okay, so enough about... Kevin Steen, Owens. Let's talk about this match. Yeah, Owens versus Neville on Raw this week was a, a pretty good match. Even though Neville Neville got beat, and even though Neville basically was made to look like he was inferior physically against Kevin Owens, I still think it He's told not. a great story. He's not. I still no. told it. Uh, told. Uh, I. Th- I still think it told a great story. Plus the fact that Neville came out while both Cena and Owens were arguing in the ring, and both of them basically said, "Fine, let's let whoever comes out challenge whoever." He wants it. He wants to challenge for whatever championship. So that alone was a nice layer to the and story. Neville picked the NXT championship. Yeah, Neville picked Owens. Jesus the one that he already owned. No, the reason at the time was I've already faced Cena and I lost. So I want to face you for the title. And but he lost. He did lose. But the uh, NXT. Is, no, that's why. Not that's on the question he owns yeah, in NXT. Yes, on that's NXT. why he left NXT. Ah, right. I remember now. He was uh, Kevin Owens put him out of commission in storyline. After taking out, no. Sami here's the Zayn. thing, though. Neville, I think Neville never really lost to Cena. Diva. Yeah, that's yes, true. because Rusev interfered. Exactly. 
Oh, shit. That was dumb. That was dumb. Okay. Good job, Pac. <laughs> <laughs> you picked the wrong dude. All right. In retrospect, that was that was kind of uh, that was kind of a dumb story. Uh, but, but, but the match was okay. Owens versus Neville as a match was was pretty fun. So I'll, I'll give them that. My pick of the week this week comes from NXT. It is Rhino versus Finn Balor. Um, this match was not a technical match. I know, I know, no, no, I know, I know why you picked this. Why? It's because of the gore spot at the end. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're was, easy to please. That was that was so much fun. No, it, but honestly, it was gift worthy. It was gift worthy. You know what? Really, honestly, I find Rhino to be one of the best things about NXT nowadays. You know, for those of you who saw him in his heyday at ECW, during his run with the Hardys, it wasn't that great. Now that you see him as a veteran, and now that he's technically a jobber to the stars from time to time, it's fun to watch. Because he's still reckless, he's still, you know, the same gore, gore, gore type of guy. He's uncomplicated, and he's fun to watch. That's I mean, cause that's what that's what they do not have really in NXT. They, they kind of overthink it a bit because they're new. But you bring in someone old school like Rhino, he fits. He gets it. And the thing is, I doesn't get it. But um, it, he just fits because he's different now. He's I mean, different you know, now. He's different, uh, you know, with regard to what's happening now. Hmm. And the thing is, they put him against Balor, who, you know, is a fun guy to watch. From a technical standpoint, and you have Rhino who openly mocks the the whole flourish entrance thing for him, and it, it made it made me happy. Good match, good match. A lot of fun spots. That's me. I'm easy to please. Uh huh. Okay. Me too. And my pick of the week is <laughs> no. Me too. Because my pick of the week is Arhenis versus Jack Evans from last week's Lucha Underground. Because it's just easy to watch. Yeah. Because it's been a while since I saw Little Mystico. <laughs> back in the ring and he is one of the underrated talents of the of, of the roster I mean like a lot of the luchadors wrestle the same way but I think Arhenis stands out just a bit I, I, I can't put my finger on it yet as to why mm-hmm. yeah he has um, he has no, something not, about him yeah it's not it's not a stylistic thing it's more it's of it's more of an executional thing I think mm. I don't know why they're making him the jobber for really, I mean, like, this is you know, this is Mistis's little brother. Yes, he deserves better. Hey, see, we collab with drugs. Are Hennis, right? Or is that Aerostar? Aerostar. Oh, crap. Aerostar I, got, I got confused. Uh, all right, uh, those are our picks of the week. Let us know what you what your pick of the week was, and more importantly, let us know that you are listening on social yes. media as well. Comment on whatever it is we talk about. Hit us up. If there's anyone you want us to, uh, to talk to on the SGP podcast, hell, you can let us know. Uh, on Twitter, it's at underscore Stan C for me. At Caveman Camus for me. At Rose War. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Don't forget to leave a comment on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the SGP podcast. We got to say thanks, by the way, to the folks over at Mellow 94.7 for always having us. And to the boys and girls of Philippine Wrestling Revolution, your only independent wrestling promotion in the philippines mm-hmm. and with that we are oh, wait, wait, wait. by the way uh please visit smart henry as often you can all right oh yeah make it, please make it your daily part of your daily wrestling routine because we work you know, hard we work hard our peers work hard we all try to you know bring you the best local wrestling voice 
So and we are we are uh, well on our way to being the voice of the Filipino wrestling fan. Yes. So again, yes. for your daily fix in Filipino wrestling uh, notes, articles, reviews, and whatnot, Everything. go to www.smarkhenry.ph. We are out of here once again. Uh, happy Independence Day to all of our kababayans, both in and out of the Philippines. Maligayang araw ng kalayaan. Oh wait, wait, wait! One last thing to show. What? The big interview coming up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's shill some more. Let's shill some more. We're, we're shilling everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so, we're so and, sh- and no, the we are shilling vaguely. Vaguely shilling. shilling. Vaguely. And given the fact that it's Independence Day he coming up. He is a big up, hero. He is a big hero. He's a legend in this country. Yes. And you know what? It's so easy. I'm sorry. I had to catch it at the end because it is so easy to sh- just say good things about this man. He is a fighting Filipino pride. And that's that's basically where we're going to leave it at for this week. That's enough teasing. So we got to get out of here. For Raf Kamas, for Romaran, my name is Stan C. Peace out. Peace. Sayonara. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.